Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions. It is, let's see, Thursday, June 4th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I get together, we read a little bit of the Bible, we drink some coffee together, and this year, 2020, we'll work through all the Gospels. Well, this morning, we are ending Mark chapter 2, Mark 2, 23, through the end of the chapter, and then the verse, first part of chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. So let's go ahead and drink some coffee, pray, and get into God's Word. Lord, we thank you so much for your word. Father, we pray that you would care for us and bless us now. Lord, we pray that you would give us your Holy Spirit, that we would understand your word. Lord, we pray that we would understand it well, that it would apply to our hearts. Lord, that it would change our lives. Lord, we pray that you would care for us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so here we go. Mark chapter 2, beginning at verse 23. Now it happened that he went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and as, and as they went, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees said to him, Look, why do they do what is not lawful on the Sabbath? But he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and hungry, he and those with him? How the, he went into the house of God in the days of Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the showbread, which is not lawful to eat except for the priests, and also gave some of those who were, who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Therefore the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. And then chapter 3. And he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath, so they might accuse him. And he said to the man, to the man who had the withered hand, Step forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or evil? to save or to kill. But they kept silent. And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved at their hardness of heart, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Well, what two great passages to go together for us this morning. Uh, so we need to ask ourselves in these two passages, A, what are they about? B, what are the best verses that we can highlight to summarize? And C, what is God calling us to do in response to these words right here? So uh, let's go ahead and jump in here. So the first part, verses 23 down through 28, what is this going on? Well, the, the New King James Version up here says, whoop, right there, controversy over Sabbath work. Right, so there's, there's, that's how the New King James wants to put it. Uh, and indeed, that is what's going on as Jesus is walking along in the field with his disciples. It's the Sabbath day, and what are, they, what are the disciples doing there? As they're walking through the grain fields, they're plucking heads of grain, you know, and they're probably rubbing it in their hands so the chaff would fall off, and they're popping it in their mouth. 
Well, the question is, is that a violation of the fourth commandment? Right? The fourth commandment is, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh is a Sabbath unto the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you, nor your sons, nor your daughters, nor your manservants, nor your maidservants, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor anything else that resides within your neighbor's gate. For in six days the Lord made heavens and earth and all that is in them, and on the seventh day rested. Right, so, so Jesus is walking with his disciples, and the question is, are they sanctifying the Sabbath day by plucking grain and eating it? Are they reaping? Are they harvesting on the Lord's day, on the Sabbath? And in, in the Old Testament background, during Jesus' time, the Sabbath is on Saturday. And so on Saturday, the question is, are they breaking the Sabbath? And it's interesting what Jesus does. Jesus takes them to David and we know that when David was running around in the wilderness and he was hungry, he stopped at the tabernacle. And there at the tabernacle, the worship of God was still going on as it was supposed to. There was supposed to be a table in the tabernacle with the five different, is it five or seven? I think it's five loaves that were on the table. And they would go and, and it was the priests only who were allowed to eat that. But it was showbread. But when David went, the high priest saw he was in hunger. And what did he do? He gave him the bread. And so it's interesting what Jesus says here at the end. He says, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is also Lord of the Sabbath. Right? It is Jesus who is the Lord of the Sabbath. Now you, whoa, whoa, we, we, might, we might not feel the weight of what that means, Whose day is it? It's God's day. Who made the Sabbath? God did. So what is Jesus claiming here? Jesus is claiming he is the one who created the Sabbath day. Jesus is the one who is claiming that he made the Sabbath for men. And they are going out and they're doing good work. They're going out and they're healing. They're going out and they're preaching. The kingdom of God is at hand. And as they're going through, they, they're not doing unnecessary work. They're just feeding their bellies. And so Jesus is saying that the Sabbath was made for man and not for the Sabbath. That he himself is the Lord of the Sabbath. And they don't like this. That's where we get into verses 1 through 5. And what do we find there? They're waiting in the synagogue for Jesus. They're waiting to see if Jesus will heal this man who has a withered hand. And Jesus is grieved at this. Jesus, let's go ahead and, and scroll down there. Right? Jesus asks them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they kept silent. And Jesus sees their hardness of heart, and he is mad. Right? They, they don't want to say the truth. They don't want to say what Jesus is, is laying down here. They know it's good to do good on the Sabbath. 
They know it's good to preach about the kingdom of God. They know the Sabbath is supposed to be about restoration and rest. And here is this man in the midst of them with the very Son of God before them. And they would rather button their lips than go against their traditions. And so what does Jesus do? Does he back down? No. He makes a man with a withered hand whole so he might show them that he is the Lord of the Sabbath. And so what is this about? I would put in my Bible, about in the side, in the margin of my Bible, I'd probably write a little one-sentence summary saying, Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. That's what I would put in my Bible. What would you? Maybe you would break this up into two different summaries. Maybe you would write one for 23 through 28 and one for 3 through 5. Let me know down in the comments what would you do. Well, in my Bible, I don't think it's going to be any surprise for you. I'm going to highlight in my Bible verses 27 and 28. That's what I'm going to highlight in my Bible as the best verse that summarizes this section. But I might be, if I was hard-pressed, I might also uh, highlight verse 4. But you can disagree with me. Maybe you would highlight something else. Let me know if what you would highlight or what you would underline in your Bible. Well, we've looked at what this is about. We've looked at how we are to understand it. Now we have to ask ourselves, what are we called to do in response to this? Well, I'm from a tradition that I still keep the fourth commandment. Uh, you, can, you might disagree with me on that. I think that the Lord's Day, the first day of the week now, the day of Jesus' resurrection, we see a pattern in the New Testament of Jesus and his disciples meeting and worshiping and serving God and doing good on the Lord's Day, the first day of the week. The Shorter Catechism is really helpful in saying that from the beginning of creation until the time of Jesus, the Sabbath day was on the sixth day of the week, but from Jesus until, each, until his second coming, it is now the first day of the week, the Lord's Day, the Christian Sabbath. And so uh, that's the tradition I come from. That's my belief. And so uh, I need to rest on Sunday. I need to rest in Jesus Christ. It is in Jesus that I have eternal rest in the Lord of the Sabbath. And each week I get to taste a little bit of that rest as I get to spend time with God's people and I get to sing his praises as I get to put away worldly concerns. And so uh, I'm, I'm going to pray that God renews in my heart this joy of just resting in Jesus. Um, what is it for you? What is it that God is calling you to do in response to this passage? What is he calling you to do as you read these words and as you think about these words? What is it that God is calling you to do today? Feel free to let me know. I'd love to hear it. Down in the comments, you can write it, or you can send me a private message, a text message, an email. That's, that's fine. I, I love hearing from you guys. It's, it always warms my heart. Well, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Father, we thank you for caring for us and loving us. God, we pray that you would bless us. Lord, that we would rest in you, that we would not harden our hearts towards the good work that you have done. Lord, that we would bow to you, the Lord of the Sabbath. We thank you that you are the one who is greater than David, and you are the one who gives rest to our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may God bless you today, and may he fill you with his peace. Bye.